Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alongside Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's 12.05, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. That was Darren Pang, who you're going to hear tonight on Behind the Bench with Chris Kerber. That starts at 6 o'clock. You can hear that each and every Wednesday night. You can also hear Chris Kerber right now, the voice of the blues on Twitter, at Chris Kerber. Joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Kerbs, what's going on, man? BK, doing fine. How are you? Uh, doing well. So let's start with the big news from yesterday. The NHL announces their playoff format. It's going to be 24 teams. The Blues are a part of a round robin to start things off with the top four teams in the Western Conference. What did you think of the format once you saw it finalized? Uh, I, I think the reasoning is solid. I think what they did is strong. I, I, I think the why they did it makes sense. Um I, I think it's as fair as they could make it uh, without being ridiculous. So I, I, I think all in all, the work by the uh, return to play committee, which involves some current players, a couple of uh, players that are just off the ice, and then the folks from the league, I think they did a really strong job of putting together a plan that can work. And, and what this does, BK, is it gives them a plan now to focus on. So if we get back to play, this is what we're going to do. Those seven teams that aren't going to play, they know they're done. They move on with their other planning. The other ones, they know they're involved. They know what's going to be coming. They can plan accordingly as well. That's going to be all part of the return to play process. The planning is important. And I think they did the best they can. Now, I also think that you got to keep in mind here, and I'm not, I don't want to rain on anybody's you know, day because they're already getting rained on here in town, but uh, there's still a lot that has to happen. And, and you know, so... I, I think it's great to, to go through and be excited about. I, I think without a shred of doubt, it shows how bad the league wants to get back to playing and, and to what extent they'll do so. You know, But other factors still had to come into play, though. And, and, I, and I believe the players, there's some players that I've reached out to that kind of feel that way, like, hey, there's, there's still some hurdles that have to be overcome. So uh, it's a good step in the right direction, though. I am curious, Curves, because the, the part of this that I am still lukewarm on, and I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of it, is the round robin, the part where the Blues are going to be playing in at first between the top four teams in the Western Conference to decide the seeding between those four. I get the need to have those games while the lower seeds are playing. I get that entirely. I just don't love penalizing the Blues after they've been in first place for 71 games now and having to play now for one of the four top seeds. What did you think of the format for the return to play in the top four seeds with that round robin? Well, t- take a look at the standings. And the St. Louis Blues were only up by, what, one or two points over Colorado. And yep. the Blues had 11 games to go. Colorado had 12. So the reality of it is, is if Colorado played one more game and won that game and they both stopped at 71, Colorado would have the top spot in the Western Conference. Um, you know, and, yeah, th- there's a little bit more of a drop-off when you get to Las Vegas and, and, and Dallas. But I-, I still think you have to earn it in this case and it gives the blues a chance to get back to some competition with something to play for and to continue to earn it so look 
I think the Boston Bruins would have a much larger beef than the St. Louis Blues. They had an eight-point lead sure. over the, the, the next team in there. But, but I, look, I mean, Colorado, if, if you just said, well, it's because of this, St. Louis is then going to be the number one seed no matter what. Colorado, you know, in Vegas would have the beef. Well, wait a minute, what if we caught them? You know, and, and there was still time to do that. So, uh, again, I don't think anything's going to be perfectly fair, but I just think that the process that they went through and what they came up with definitely is one that, that shows that it was thought out and, and reasonable. And, and I think that's what you have to go on. And, look, in all honesty, I think anybody's going to be able to, to shoot holes in any of these plans, frankly, from any of the leagues. They're going to be able to shoot holes in whatever Major League Baseball comes up with, whatever the NBA does, you know, whatever whatever is being done. I mean, NASCAR, stopping the race for, you know, they could all pit at the same time kind of thing. Like, all, all these different things. Um, at that point, I just think of being critical to be critical because I, I just I, I think if you really look at it, you know, I, I, if you're the St. Louis Blues, I don't think they're going to have any problems saying, all right, so we got to continue to earn something. That's just the way it is, and they're going to play it. And I, I really do think that they've done the best they can with what they're looking at. Yeah, Curbs, I agree. Um, and, and to dive into a different direction here, is it's obviously well known that the, the players' union and the owners – it's been a very rocky relationship over the years with a number of lockouts that have happened. Gary Bettman has been public enemy number one at times. Now, the NHL trending in the right direction the last handful of years with their revenues, with their TV deals. Now they come out ahead of some of their other major sports, their, com- their competitors, and they present a unified plan to where it looks like both sides have really done a good job of getting together and working as a team how important is that for the NHL to have that look of, hey, we're the owners and the players, we're in this together and we want to get this back on the ice? Where some of the other sports, let's be honest, they're still battling head to head. Yeah, Jamie, in all, in all honesty, I, I don't know how much that matters right now. What It matters that they, that they put a return to play committee together and had input of current players on how to do it. Uh, I and, and that part, I think, matters. I don't know how much it matters in terms of the public opinion poll aspect of it because, look, there's still some nitty-gritty that has to get through. You know, they've got to figure out how escrow is going to work uh, the rest of this season. They have to figure out how the escrow part of the CBA is going to work into next season. And don't forget the CBA would be up and due after next season, and now we are dealing with a complete unknown economically that really changes the numbers. And as you said, they continue to trend up. Well, now it's, there's basically like a market correction. And I think that's how you have to look at it. Um, are the players going to like it? No. But I didn't like it when I had to sell my house in 2009 and the bottom fell out of the market. I just had to deal with it. But if you want to play in a market system, that's what you deal with. And in this case, the market's going to change because of COVID-19. I think you're going to see some cracks in that armor. I, it would be be unrealistic to think that you wouldn't see some cracks in that armor and that togetherness when you get down into the nitty-gritty of those kind of negotiations. The biggest difference that the NHL has over, the end, over say, Major League Baseball right now is the NHL had played all but 189 games total of their season. And the NHL decided we're playing the players in full for the rest of the way. They didn't blink on that. So the players are trying to decide what they do with escrow, that, that last paycheck with escrow, but the teams have paid it. Right, so so from well, they will pay. They, I mean, the checks will go once they make that decision on what to do with it. Having said that, Major League Baseball is in a situation where no paychecks had gone out. 
their season hadn't started yet. So they're dealing with those negotiations on the front end. Those kind of negotiations are going to really impact the, the this scenario going into next season. So, uh, again, I'm not sure the NHL is completely out of clear on this if you look at it uh, just with completely objective eyes. We're talking with Chris Kerber here, voice of the Blues, and uh, we're talking about the NHL coming out with a plan, at least the playoff format. And Kerbs, looking at this playoff format, what advantages do you think the Blues can, can have in this? And I know that they, there's going to be disadvantages and there's going to be you know, different factors that come into it, but what's one thing that you would deem to be an advantage for the Blues coming off of this long layoff and then headed into the playoffs? I really, truly believe that the character and closeness of the St. Louis Blues, and then I would say the same thing about the Boston Bruins, has got to be an advantage for this group. The fact that these two teams went through Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final last year, the fact that the Blues and the Boston Bruins defended their conference titles as well as anybody has in recent years, I really do believe, Jamie, that that's a factor. The close-knit group, when when Alexander Steen played in his 1,000th game in Winnipeg and then the team landed back in St. Louis, the entire team jumped in a car, well, their cars, and went over Toby Clark's and had a celebratory toast for Alexander Steen. Just pretty much everybody was there. A couple broadcasters were there. It was kind enough to, to be invited to say, come along, right? And... Uh, and, and, and it just shows the closeness of this group. And to see Robert Thomas and Sammy Blay kind of sitting at the table, you know, with, with, with the veteran players. And, and you sat back literally and just watched this, you know, and going, man, this, this group has something. And I, I think that when they're able to get back together as a group, it's going to feel like they didn't lose anything and they're going to be ready to go. I, I think the St. Louis Blues, and I hope I'm right on this, because of that, and then because of the nature of this coaching staff, I think they're going to be ready to go as much as anybody, and, and, and they'll be just as hungry as everybody. I, I think that's, that's a huge benefit to the St. Louis Blues. We certainly hope you're right, Curbs. He's the voice of the Blues. You can hear him on 101 ESPN throughout the week and tonight specifically behind the bench with Chris Kerber coming up at 6 o'clock. You can hear that each and every Wednesday night. Curbs, you're the best man. We appreciate the time today. All right, boys, have some fun, and uh, we'll... we'll We'll be talking a lot about this as it gets going. It's kind of exciting. You better believe it, man. We'll talk to you soon. That's Chris Kerber joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. I want to talk about that for a second, about what he just said, the closeness of this team, and maybe even push it forward a little bit with the veteran leadership. I think teams that have good coaching staffs, that have veterans on their squad, and this really applies for any sport. I think this applies for baseball. I think it applies for basketball. I think it will apply in the fall for football. The teams that were already good are going to have a little bit of a leg up over the teams that are trying to develop right now. The teams with a young coaching staff that are trying to implement a culture in in the NFL or later on, whenever we get to Major League Baseball, I think those teams are going to have a tougher time because of what this offseason has looked like, because of what this gap has looked like for the NBA and NHL. I do think there's a little bit of an advantage there for the Blues and the NHL. What do you think about that, Jamie? Well, yeah, certainly. Look, it's well documented here locally anyways that the Blues have had great leadership from the coaching staff to their captains to guys like even like Ryan O'Reilly, who's not a captain but a tremendous leader. And, yeah, you win a championship together. 
you become closer as a group. And if we really want to rewind it, we go back to all the heartache that they had at the beginning, right to the middle of the season last year. And then they grew as a team. They grew closer as individuals. And then to have the ultimate success of raising that cup together and having this parade here in St. Louis, those are moments that you never forget. And they really have almost the exact same team. A couple of different pieces, but for the most part, same team. So, yeah, it's a huge advantage to have a, a group of guys that actually care about each other. I played on a lot of teams that were really good. But you didn't always like everybody that walked in the locker room. You did your job, but, yeah, you maybe wouldn't go out for beers with them. I don't get that sense here with the Blues. Last couple of years, these guys want to be together. They want to spend time together. They want to share beers. They want to have a meal. They want to invite their families over. That's going to be a huge thing, especially in a time like this where it's unique and it's going to be called upon guys to step up even more, families to step up even more and support the players. This is going to be huge for St. Louis players. And they've built those calluses from some of those those adverse times that they've been through together, right? They, they've seen what it looks like at the bottom. They've been through all of that, even this year. Like, they, they were never on the bottom, but they had to play without who a lot of people would argue is their best player in Vladimir mm-hmm. Tarasenko. And they found a way through, and right now, we've been talking about it all day, they were number one in the Western Conference standings. It's incredible what they've been able to do. So you add all of that up and the closeness of the team with veteran leadership and also a co- coach that we all know can get these guys on the same page and get uh-huh. them together moving in the same direction that's the formula that you're going to need to be able to win a cup this year now there's other teams that will hit that and so it's going to be difficult for the blues to ultimately ho- hoist the cup once again we all know that but the blues have the ingredients if and when they end up getting back on the ice and i believe it's a win not an if alongside jamie rivers i'm brandon Kylie. it's ribs and bk on 101 espn we're going to play a game of in or out next on ribs and bk